The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome back to the KyberCast, everybody. This is KyberCast number 21. With me, as always, is my, I can say it, my good friend, Michael Diaz. Michael, how are you? Aw, we've we reached that level. We've. <laughs> We've unlocked that. We're now good friends. That's good. That's good. We drink now. We drink together more than a couple times, so it's worth it. We're good friends. It's official. It's yes. It's Facebook official. I'm going to post it. All right. Good. Uh, <laughs> this episode's going to be kind of a jumpy one, but what I really want to get started with is how, in my opinion, dismal the Disney marketing is for the rise of Skywalker. I think they've learned nothing from what they did with Solo. Well, I believe. Uh, I, I believe. Before no. You I, go too I, far, I, before you go too far, the reason why this episode is going to be a little bit about a place kind of ties into what you're talking about. In that, the big rumor was the last trailer was supposed to be out on Monday, and we thought, "Oh, no problem. We got a full episode. We can talk a full episode on the final trailer once it comes out." And it didn't happen. Well, there's more to it than that, but yes, oh, it yeah. is confirmed for this. What I believe is confirmed for this Tuesday. Uh, the trailer's coming out. But I, on a bigger issue, what's hit me in the last couple of weeks is I've talked to people who they know that some of them know that I do a podcast now. Some of them, most people that know me really know that I like Star Wars and Wait, and all that kind of thing. What did you yeah. say podcast? Well, I don't know if it's a good one, but. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I'm right there with you point is though is that i've had friends come up and say oh there's a new star wars movie coming out i didn't i didn't even know and oof that's not good it's terrible like think about that this is why i think it's horrible a i get questions like that or or statements like that and i'm thinking to myself if you're people like you and i that follow this stuff that are geek about it and and like this stuff we know what's coming you don't have to keep telling me right i knew when they first announced it you know we're, we're in on it Right and right. you're telling me that you're you you've told all the fans that this is the last one in the saga, right? They could have done every release of the film of from Phantom Menace uh, to the last one to to the um, the last Jedi. They could have had a one week release of all those films in theaters. They could have built this thing up saying, and now the last one's coming. They, they could have had, they should have a giant thing around this if it's going to be the last one in the saga. Uh, to me, Disney's like downplaying this movie, uh, which is scaring me more and more. It's like, okay, where's the, where's the tie-ins to the like Burger King when I was a kid, when I used to like get the glasses three months before the flipping movie came out. And where's the, they had, uh, Force Friday last week of of toys and whatnot. Horrible. That nothing was two good. Weeks ago. That was almost two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago. But there's nothing there. Yeah, there's I thought a bunch there was supposed to be. Uh, uh, yeah. I thought there was supposed to be a bunch of like uh, Sith troopers and whatnot. And that we're talking like the smaller, the traditional scale action figures. You know, I know they have the Black series. I know they have yeah. the twelve inch figures. The six inch. Yeah. 
I, I've seen those and they're cool, but I, if you're hundred percent honest, I'm not spending that kind of coin. I mean the no. 10, 12 bucks already for the traditional size, you know, the what? Three and three quarter. Three and three quarter. Yeah. Yep. So I've been to a local grocery store here in, in town. I, I'll say the name Meyer. It doesn't matter unless you're from the West Michigan area or Midwest. But I've been there three times now, you know, four times at different times of the week, different times of the day, just to see if they had any decent action figures left. Now, if you want a Luke Skywalker pilot action figure from the, you know, the first film, Star Wars, A New Hope, which whatever way you call it, you can get those. But I, I, I don't buy all the action figures because I don't. There's, there's too yeah. many. But at some point during the uh, prequels, I started buying the various clone trooper variants, and I said, you know what? Right. I'm just going to buy stormtrooper and clone trooper and the different types. Well, I got 32 of those. Okay, so sorry, like 34, 35 now. I've got a lot. I do like that philosophy, though. You've picked a kind of a subset. That's cool. Right. Well, and like I said, it, it kind of limits me, so I don't, so I don't buy them all. So I'm not buying, you know, random aliens standing in the back of a bar that you see for two seconds on screen, you know. But plus, I, I admit, I'm more, I'm more drawn to the dark side, you know, as far as Star Wars goes. I like the stormtroopers. I like the Sith. That is more appealing to me. So I think the stormtroopers are cool looking. They can't shoot for shit, but they're cool looking. So. I keep going because I want to buy a Sith Trooper because they're badass. They're all red and they look evil. I want one in the three and three quarter inch size. I can, now I don't know how much this ties into the marketing, but how many times do I got to go to the store to buy a stupid action figure? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it, it, it ties together in, in that if you don't run into it, you don't know, right? And if people are shopping, like, oh, what's Rise of, you know, what's Rise of Skywalker? Is that new? There's no, I haven't seen any posters, new posters. They usually give posters away. Oh, yeah. Uh, nothing new there. There's, you're talking, we're almost a month out from the film. And some people don't even know it's coming out. People knew Endgame was coming out flipping two years before it was even coming out. Well, now, granted, they've had a long, you know, Marvel did it a slightly different way. But I'm saying Marvel had... 10 years, right? And they built this thing up. Star Wars is 40 some years and they have done nothing, nothing to bring all the generations together to see this film. I'm talking my generation, prequel generation, and even the the sequel generation, which I'll call, I mean, there is that. There, there will be, you know, the kids that saw um, Force Awakens. That's how many years ago now? Only four four but if they were eight they're now 12 right that's right. just just like i was seeing star wars you know seven to 13 and i they they learned nothing from solo nothing i mean the marketing was horrendous for solo like just terrible and even that got a denny's tie-in for crying out loud <laughs> denny's i mean what what 10 12 year old kid isn't thinking man Denny's. That's when I I think Star Wars. I think Denny's. <laughs> right, but it got something. Right. Like, why? What is what? What's going on? Now, okay, Solo. You can kind of explain away in the fact that they didn't want to start advertising for Solo to pull people away from the advertising for the Last Jedi. I get that because Last Jedi came out in December as well, so you only had five months. But really, they should have like 
January, like mid-January, should have been a full court press. Solo's coming. But they did. And I like I said, the argument was they didn't want to they want to pull away from Star Wars, you know, The Last Jedi. Okay, fine. But you're right. At this point, this is the last film in the Skywalker saga. They should have been pimping the prequels, like you said. They should have. They should have. Can you imagine, Michael, if they said, all right, these um, eight weeks, week one is Phantom Menace at the movie theater. You get one week to see it, guys. See it in the theater around the world. Next week is the next one. And building, I mean, or one month, however you wanted to do it. If they wanted to do an eight month campaign, they could have done it one month for each one of them, right up until. The Last Jedi. I mean, right up until Rise of Skywalker. Here's the problem. Like, Disney is now way too big, and the cash cow is Marvel. Yeah, but it didn't have to be the cash cow. This is all this. Th- there was money in the table without spending any money. Really, is putting you. those films in there. I agree with you, but I'm in marketing. Like my one of my positions is in marketing. I'm telling everybody, I've been a professional marketer and designer for almost 30 years. I'm telling everyone from a at least from a professional point of view, they don't know what they're doing marketing this movie. I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying I I agree with you. I'm just really angry. I I noticed that this is Angry Man Joe. This is the. Everyone, welcome to the Angry Man Joe show. <laughs> yeah, really. For sure. Well, that's okay. That's okay. I appreciate this side of you. I'm usually the one that's going on and ranting and raving, so I appreciate you're doing that now. And I agree with you, but Marvel and Disney, I'm sorry, they all of their, they've put all their eggs in one basket for Endgame coming to an end, which happened in April. And I understand they had to wait until after, you know, well, it went in well into summer as it kept making money, and then they didn't want to disturb the market, the home video market, because now it's out on home video. But okay, but Star Wars, come on! You know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. It has me concerned. It has me concerned because I think if this was truly the massive epic that we want it to be they'd be promoting the shit out of it so that everyone... So that way, they have, like, an Avengers Endgame moment where you sell $2.7 billion in tickets. Instead, I'm afraid Star Wars is going to end, the Skywalker saga, saga at least, is going to end with a whimper, and it doesn't deserve that. That's that's my fear, too. And I'm wondering, is this a J.J. thing? So I'm going to kind of give it back there. Is, is he the one that hides this stuff? Is this a Lucasfilm? Is this a Disney where I'd love to know where the line of command goes. Um, I would assume that if Disney wanted to, to do it, it doesn't matter what JJ says. I would assume. Right. I mean, JJ, I mean, they don't want to upset him, but let's face it. JJ, JJ has gone. Right. After this, he's over at Warner brothers. He's gone. Right. So I don't know. I, I tend to think I, he's not, Kevin Feige is not the, you know, the Jesus of modern cinema. But let's face it, if Feige was running this ship, it would have been a lot more organized and we would have seen the huge media push that I think we've come to expect from the Marvel side of the house. So I don't disagree with you at all, Joe. I I think that Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilm, I think they're dropping the ball because maybe part of it is me just being cynical in that I'm really not that hyped for this film. 
Well, I'm hyped because I'm of who I am. But when people come around like, oh, there's a new one. I don't I didn't. What? And they're oblivious, oblivious. And and this movie is supposed to bring everybody back and bring and bring order to the to the sequels. And and uh, I mean, I get it. You're not going to get to everyone because I remember when Rogue One came out, I had several people, you know, because I'm a geek. I'm the geek that everyone knows. And I had people go, so wait a sec, The Force Awakens, and then what? How does Rogue One, I'm like, it's a prequel. What? How does that work? I had to explain it to them. So yeah, they dropped the ball a bit there. And maybe, you know, obviously, Solo did not do the numbers they wanted. So they've kind of, they're not going to do those Star Wars story, those, you know, those, those saga, not the saga films, but the, you know, the independent story films. Obviously, that's not happening anymore. For now. For now, who who knows if that will change? But for now, yeah, and maybe that's part of it because it was confusing for the fans. But you're right; this is the last big hurrah of the Skywalker saga, and it's not getting the push. I don't think that I, I feel it should. No, I mean I see more Terminator stuff. Well, you know, just just coming on TV, and I'm talking like even little things like. I'm getting Instagram ads about Terminator. I'm getting all these things that are sponsored ads and, you know, that that film's coming out. I mean, they could be doing even Instagram Star Wars. If they had their Instagram account going, they could be showing trading card images from 77 all the way through, taking people through the history line, drawing them through. If you follow, like there's so much storytelling they could have been doing from a marketing point of view. And I just feel like they're mailing it in. And with the investment they made, why are they mailing it in? I guess I just don't understand what is their expectation? Are they expecting this movie to make a billion? Right. I would assume just like the Marvel ones. I would think so. Maybe I would think it, Maybe but they're right. not going to get it. They're not going to get it the way they're marketing. No way. Well, maybe. Maybe it's like you said. Maybe they're just kind of like, you know what? We're going to make the money no matter what. Maybe we can make more. Who cares? But maybe they've kind of said, you know what? These uh, these these three sequel movies are just not. They're not. They, they weren't really focused. So maybe Disney's like, you know what? We're going to make some money on this. But then we're going to rest it a couple years couple three and then feige is going to put out a star wars movie and then that's we're going to make our big money because we're going to do it right the second time well i i tell you what i mean since our last podcast we talked a little bit about or two podcasts ago we talked a little bit about what was good bad in this and this and that and since then i've watched every movie in chronological order not not when the movies came out up until i haven't i haven't started the uh last jedi yet but i got all the way through to through Force Awakens, watching in order chronologically from the film. So you're talking, you know, Solo, Rogue One as well throughout that. And coincidentally, Rogue One is on USA right now or TNT right now. Um, I was watching that before the show. It was popped on. I'm like, I got it. It's just, it's too good. And and I got to tell you, it is good. And I got to tell you, you know, I just didn't mind... I liked Force Awakens. I watched, I listened again. I, I mean, there was some good things to that. I'm not going to get into that discussion here, but you know, and, but I, I watched it and I'm like, this is, this is pretty good. I had, I still have fun watching this. I like the characters a lot. And then I'm like, just dreading to watch the last Jedi again. For some reason, I have dread watching that. Cause I know such there's some agonizing things to it. So that's what's scaring me 
I'm just, I'm just scared. Now, some good news. I'll, I'll give some good news that leaked that because of a book cover, um, I can't remember what book cover it's on. I believe it's, uh, let's see, I'm going to look it up. It was, oh my gosh. You're really drawing this out, Joe. I am because I have to relook it up and I Our can't find it. Our listeners are probably chopping at the bit. No, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't find the. Well, that's the okay. That who's, who's the character, Joe? Who's coming? Back? So, if uh, some good news, it's been leaked and confirmed by this person's um, agent that Dennis Lawson is reprising his role as Wedge Antilles in the Rise of Skywalker, and. I've always had a kind of a fond feeling for Wedge because he survived. He was a survivor through all three. I lived through Return of the Jedi. And just really cool. I think it's pretty awesome that they brought him back and and what his role will be. Now, if you've read any of the Aftermath series, Wedge is a major character in those books. And he's a great character in that book. And actually, it was Wedge Antilles' character in the Aftermath series that actually brought me back into that series of books because he was tied to the original cast. And and um, his presence in that in the book series was great. It was, it was it really fleshed out his character more than you ever see, obviously, on screen. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Wedge in this for sure. Oh, yeah. Wedge ties it all back. I mean... I love Wedge. He's, you know, he's the background character that, you're like you said, survives all three films. They kind of get shafted in the fact that, so Luke and Han and Chewbacca, they knock out the Death Star and they have a huge ceremony. They all get medals, but Wedge does it with Lando and nobody gets jack shit. Yeah. Well, we didn't see the end. Well, they could have got medals. They had to have a barbecue on Endor first. Right. You always end every war with a barbecue. I think that's yeah. cool. Well, with Ewoks, and if anybody if if anybody watches, you know, Rebels wedges in what Rebels as well, wedge Antilles. So, um, I'm glad he's back. It's it's it is like you said, it's it's good news about the the final film. Is it enough? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm now I'm cranky Joe. I'm cranky old man Michael, and I'm just uh, I really hope this last movie is good, but I'm really kind of convinced it's not going to be. Well, see, the difference between you and I is I can open up my mind and let it just happen. You always, well, always is a, is a strong word. What I've noticed from you is you always go in with a point of view already and you don't let you don't let that point. You're very hard to let that point of view go while you're watching something. You have it before you go in. Sometimes it takes me two views to fully appreciate a movie. Yeah. But sometimes I do have a bias and sometimes when that, that movie does not live up to that bias... I have to come at it again and watch it again. I admit, way back in the day, I when I saw The Matrix, I was like, "What did I just watch?" And the second time I saw, it, I said, "Okay, this is this is amazing." So that said, I rewatched The Last Jedi, and I did not think it was amazing the second time. So there's no, no, it's not. There's amazing parts. There's some beautiful parts to it, and there's some bad parts. We've we've said it. Through many podcasts in here, right. so we don't have to re- exactly. rehash it. But the point is, marketing aside, I'm going to come into this film with a huge open mind because, A, I don't want to be negative because I don't want to bring negativity to it when I see it because I think that will ruin 
the experience and I want to, I, I just want to, you know, give it a shot because every, every piece of creative in the world deserves a clean, open mind when you, before you see it. it, it it's sometimes hard to do that, but it, it's not fair to come in regardless of what happened prior. Uh, it just, it just does. So, I mean, if, if anybody remembers when the prequels came out, they were lambasted, man. Well, yeah, they were and rightly so they, they were, but they've come around. I mean, because I think, you know, when you see the idea of George wanted to push the story, push the technology, you know, I understand it. And, you know, he had some execution problems, but I think story wise, it was actually really strong after, after I just watched him again. If you look at the, the through line of the story is great. Now the execution of certain things is not, but the story is certainly different than what we got in episodes, you know, four, five, and six. It's a different thing. And I think what George said, even in, you know, according to the Bob Iger book, that the new ones aren't a new story. So, you know, I don't really feel anything for them because they didn't push anything. They didn't do anything. And I respect that completely. I get it. So, anyways, I'm looking forward to that. Dennis Lawson, Wedge Antilles. I think that's going to be fun. That'll be at least it'll bring some of that that story back at least to me well we'll see i mean obviously lando's back so and this you know it's the last carrie fisher film now that wedge is back we already know that luke's going to show up in some way shape or form probably as a force ghost so now there are rumors obviously we don't know anything for sure but there are some rumors that we'll see han solo in some way shape or form so it would be nice to kind of send them all off. We'll see what happens. I mean, but we'll I, I agree with I'm you. Not, I yeah. think the marketing has been poor. Maybe they're going to make a big push here in the next few weeks, but. I would sure as shit hope so, unless they don't really want people to see it, which I, I don't, don't understand why they would want that. But you know, here's the thing. I think if, if the, let's say, you know, this just total, this is total theory, just a hypothesis. This is not real, obviously. We don't know that is real, but let's say Lucasfilm is like, "Holy shit, this movie is awful." What are we gonna do? My guess would be they would take the 1990s Sony Godzilla approach and market the hell out of the movie to get as much money that opening weekend as possible before everyone goes, "This is a, this is a piece of junk," right? Mm-hmm. That's what Sony did, let's face it, because that Godzilla movie was awful, and they marketed the hell out of that movie and got all these people in the seats to say, wow, what did I just sit here for? So, or maybe they're just like, you know what, we're going to make money no matter what. We'll try again next time. Or, to your point, they're not marketing it like crazy. Maybe it's better than we think, and they think it's going to last on its own, because, you know, I honestly think, like, the Joker did a better job of marketing. Joker did a pretty good job of marketing. I'll give you that. Uh, I I say a better job because people that had no, you know, people want to see it. Like there was buzz around it that people. Oh, there's still buzz. That have that, 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 yeah, that don't even like comic book movies that want to see it. Like it's, there's, I mean, the movie, once people saw it, other people told people to see it, which is the best marketing you can ever have because it's a good movie. Yeah. See the last episode. See the last episode where 90% of the people voted for Joe. Thank you very much. 
Um, was it 90%? <laughs> pretty much. It was 90%. You know what? I'll say this because I say this to everybody. People that know me, people that know me know that I'm right 89% of the time. I am B plus right. So... <laughs> it would be it would be you know it would be narcissistic of me to say i was an a but i'm a b plus i'm a b plus i'm 89 percent right all of the time i'm a plus yeah yeah that's that's where you fail (laughs) have you met anyways that movie that movie did really yeah that movie did really good marketing now granted the joker is kind of an iconic character you see a face up there and a preview you're like what the hell is that but they did a good job from PR talking about buzz of when they released it and won film festivals. I mean, they, they did a systematic film campaign around that movie. And to your point, from, you're right. Uh, they've really done a nice job on the marketing of the new Terminator film. Yeah. I'm even I'm excited. For you that. know, if, I am too. And we'll have to see that and do a review on that, obviously, because most people thought I was right with that as well. Oh, boy. Oh boy! So, anyways, so that's where we are with Star Wars. I will say this: we are only what three weeks from Mandalorian. Oh, three weeks, man! You you that's are coming up quick. I, I mean, unless something's changed, unless I miss something, uh, Amazon and Hulu or Amazon and Disney Plus still don't have a deal. So, as of right now, I still don't have a way to watch it. Sure, you do. Just download the app. It's not on Fire. What's that? No, no, you can do it to your phone. It'll be a Disney Plus app, just like Netflix has an app, and they have they have that. I understand, but what if I want to watch it on the big screen TV? Well, there's no I guess you're gonna there's no Fire, you know, there's no Amazon Fire uh, stick or TV. Then buy a twenty dollar Roku stick. Oh, I cares. I have a Comcast. <laughs> I or not Comcast. Sorry, I have a Chromecast. So. Oh, then you're fine there. You can do it that way. Yeah, but I've moved to the Apple or the uh, God. I came to speak. I've moved to the Plex. Amazon TV world. Yeah, well, you put money in Bezos' pocket. I'm not sure. That's anyways. Though I'm sure it'll happen. There's too much money in the line. We'll see. So, but three weeks out, who can't be excited about that? I'm. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be. I'm great. more excited about Mandalorian than I am Rise of Skywalker at this point. I think there's a lot of Star Wars fans that are that. I'll be honest with you. I really, really well, do. It looks badass. Whereas uh, it, it looks great. I, it looks great, and you've got two of the best fanboy. I say that in the best way, shape, or form, creating that thing with you know, like we've said, Filoni and um. Oh my gosh! How did I forget his name? Give me his name because my head's gone. Tarda, not Tartikoff. Um, Tartikoff? What are you in NBC? No, no. Long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said it's nice. It, anyway, anyway. Um, Favreau. Oh, John I thought Favreau. you were talking about the uh, the guy that did Samurai Jack. No. Well, no, he did some of the no, Filoni, Yeah, Filoni and Favreau are doing Mandalorian. And that's what I'm talking about. This is a jumpy podcast. And I apologize. Tartofsky, that's who. Because Tartofsky did oh. the... Uh, the micro series of Clone Wars, so I, I thought that's what you were talking about. Obviously not. Yep. 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 No. I, I was obviously off of Tartikoff, but yes, Tartovsky. Anyhow, so so I kind of so I kind of led the Star Wars discussion and my angst and problems with the shitty marketing and all that stuff. 
Michael, you give you give us some DC news. So what do you I got just going a couple on? of quick hits here. Uh, a couple of DC items. Uh, number one is that um, if you haven't heard yet, I'm, we're telling you here, Jonah Hill, who was um, who was possibly in the in contention for a role in Batman, the rumor being that he was going to play the Penguin. Uh, well, doesn't matter if it's rumor or not. Jonah Hill is officially out. He is not taking a role in the movie. Um, not sure exactly if it was for the Penguin. I don't know. Well, they did cast a Catwoman, did they not? They have cast a Catwoman. It's, um, oh, shoot. Kravitz. Isn't it Zoe Kravitz? Oh, yeah. Yep, you got it. You are correct. So they've cast Zoe Kravitz now as Catwoman, so we know Catwoman's going to be in the movie. That seems like great casting. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. She is really good. Um, So I'm all for that, you know. Now, some people might come in right away because, you know, oh, my God, she's black. Catwoman's a woman. Ugh, it's already been done. Oh. Exactly. Holly uh, Berry. The less was, said yeah. about the Holly Berry Catwoman, then, the better. Well, let's go back to the original '60s show, like Irma Kit. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. I, like, it why? Doesn't it doesn't matter it, to me either. I, if it's done well, I could give a shit less. Just exactly. be awesome. If you're awesome, I don't care. I, I never have a problem with uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm in Fantastic Four. What I had a problem with was how bad the movie was. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, uh, so Jonah Hill out, but Paul Dano in as the Riddler. That just came out today. If you're listening, uh, that is exciting for me. Actually, yeah, he's good. He he can act. He's beyond good. He's also really weird looking. Like like he always plays a character that makes you feel uneasy. Like I've never, even when he did the Brian Wilson, I like, I can't watch this guy. Well, I think um, well, he, that's a good, that's a he good amazed example, me. But, uh, what was, yeah. uh, there will be, there will be blood. Holy cow. Was he good in that? Oh yeah. I forgot about that. He was, that is a, that movie is just, I mean, both. Oh my God. That movie is really good. Well, Daniel Day Lewis can do no wrong in my opinion. Right. But yes, Dano was fantastic. In fact, I'll even go all the way back to that um, Ethan Hawke um, Ethan Hawke movie he was in. What was that? Uh, shoot. Anyhow, he was really, really good in that as well for the little bit he was in. it. Taking Lives. That was it. He played... So, it, if you ever saw the movie, it's a psychological thriller, yada, yada, yada. But Paul Dano plays the younger version of a psycho killer later in the film. And he was really good and disturbing as that as well. So I'm glad they went this route. I mean, obviously, Jim Carrey put his own insane stamp on the character of the Riddler in let's in the Schumacher Batman films, which yeah, it just became comic or or schlocky. But I mean, you know, fine. Yes, this version of the Riddler, I think, is going to be obviously darker and cerebral yet evil. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. I think it's a fantastic casting. So, Jonah Hill. So far, so good. Uh, yeah. Jonah Hill. Out. Jonah Hill's out. Paul Dano yeah. in. Zoe Kravitz in. Um, and one more, one more thing. Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. For those that know who Jeffrey Wright is, was in uh, James Bond Casino Royale, and he is also in the HBO series um, Westworld. Westworld. I was going to say Outworld. <laughs> And I couldn't think of it. And Westworld, yes. He was also in what the second uh, Hunger Games movie, was he not? 
Correct. I believe so. Very good. I'm okay. And again, I'm okay with a black Commissioner Gordon. That doesn't bother me either. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But that said, Gary Oldman was perfect as Commissioner Gordon. Let's just say that right now. They're all, yeah. He was great. So, other than that, that's kind of the. uh, Oh, no, no. There's more, a little bit more in the DC world. I think uh, that's what I had to say about Batman. But I believe you had something. You wanted to say something about Watchmen. Is that true? Yeah, well, I'm excited. HBO has the series The Watchmen coming out this Sunday is going to be the first episode. Um, obviously, it's a, it's not a remake of the film that people might think of that don't know comics. The It's not the remake of the film. It is not a, a new story of the original graphic novel of Watchmen. It's uh, it take. I'm not sure if it takes place right after or soon after, but it's uh, it takes place in the same world of the events that happened in the original Watchmen um, comic. But there's only, from what I understand, there's only three characters that will be in this uh, series, and that's Doctor Manhattan, Silk Spectre, and Ozymandias. Ozymandias, isn't it? Ozymandias. I don't. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to this. There's a huge story around, you know, this kind of group of Rorschach followers <laughs> that are in this. And uh, I, I don't really know what to think. I don't have, you know, I really love Watchmen, the book. I have um, right now I have 11, the latest sequel, the 11 uh, Doomsday Clock comics waiting to get the 12th before I read it because I didn't want to wait. I wanted to get it and binge read them all together. So I have no idea what that story is. I just know that they're being, they're pulling in the Watchmen into the DC universe with Superman, etc. And um, so I'm looking forward to reading that once the last one comes out, which I think is like January is when the last one comes out take a little while uh, to come for up. you trade for you, for you trade people like you, Michael, you can get the first six right now in the trade book. Nice. So if you're looking to do something that may be for you to pick up, but I am looking forward to this. I will watch it for sure. Uh, again, that's something that's going to be weekly. So you can't binge watch this like you can on Netflix. So um, I like that. So it'll give me something to do Sunday nights. And, you know, now that Game of Thrones is gone, hopefully this will replace it. And Westworld will be coming back as well as we talked about earlier. But looking forward to Watchmen. What, what's your take on Watchmen? Was it something you liked? Did you, you know, what? it reminds me too, really not to jump the gun, but Without Watchmen, I don't know. I'm not sure you get the boys, right? Right. I I don't think the boys could have existed in a world where Watchmen didn't come first. Didn't. Yeah, it kind I of showed the deconstruction of comics and how, but also how superheroes could change our world just by existing. So yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. I mean, that was something that was, you know, pretty unique back then in, in the early '80s when it came out, and I loved, yeah, love. The original comic. It's one of those comics. It's great. It's fantastic. I've bought the trade, you know, in paperback. I think I have it digitally. I think I have every issue but one of the original first print issues in comic book form. So, big fan. The movie was decent. Now, I know this doesn't really relate technically to the movie, but I right. enjoyed them. It wasn't that it wasn't bad. that bad. I mean, it's hard. It's such an epic story, and it's not really a comic book type movie you know it's i think it would have been a great disney plus series it would have well it would have been it would have even amazon prime they yeah or netflix whatever right yeah what they did with the boys they could have done that with Watchmen. i think it would have been much better served 
as a TV show as yeah. far as a film. Yeah. That said, I would argue that most in in, the, in, the, in this day and age with this new technology, I would argue that most novels or books would serve better as uh, episodic series rather than trying to make a movie 100%, out of them. A hundred percent, I agree. So now uh, I've said a whole bunch of stuff without actually covering the new show on HBO. I gotta tell you, this is terrible. But the fact that Damon Lindelof is even touching it turned me right the fuck off. I'm not into it. Why? Why is he that? Can't, he can't write a show. I never really watched it. I don't. I don't know what he lost. Oh, you're you're still bitten by loss, right. though, right? He's Sorry, screw writer. me once, okay. shame on you. Screw me twice, shame on me. I'm not going to bother. I'm sorry. But also, not just that, he also got his dirty little fingers on Prometheus and part of the Alien universe. Yep, I saw that. I am done with Lindelof. I like the idea of it. Um, it wasn't really executed well. Now, that, that could be Ridley's fault. Who knows? All I know is, the minute I, whenever I hear Lindelof now, I'm like, done, not interested. Now, part of it, too, is the fact I don't have HBO. So, and I, I'm not going right. to pay for HBO just to watch this. Right. So. Well, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll we can bring it up here again. Um, without, I didn't write this down in our notes. So I want to throw this out at you uh, because I did watch the first two episodes of uh, Batwoman on CW. Oh, how was it? I like it. It's not bad. It's it's you know it's it's kind of like I hope they don't go too formulaic like they did with uh, the Arrow and stuff. There's some things that are already very similar to the way that that's done, and I hope they get past it. But I like um, Ruby Rose a lot in this. She's doing really well. Interesting character. Um, some good stuff going on. Um, so, yeah, I think it's worth – it's definitely worth giving it a few shots. I'm going to give it – you know, I'll watch the season, and we'll see where it goes. Um, but so far, so good. Some fun stuff. All right, good, good. I, I just don't have the time. Otherwise, maybe. Now that said, that's what DVRs are for, and I get up early on a Saturday, and nothing's on. There you go. Um, I will say this: I will jump in and watch when they do the massive crossover because I'm super, super psyched. That's today, right? It starts today. It's Thursday, isn't it? Arrow. No, no, no. The crossover doesn't start till December. The 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 Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. That's when it happens. Yeah. Oh, it's it's December. December, Then there's a break, and then it comes back in January. So. That is when I'll watch it. So that's all I have to say on Batwoman. Now, am I cool to segue into Marvel for one little tidbit? Yeah, go for it. Last little tidbit here, folks. Um, Came out in Thor, Love and Thunder. We already know it's being directed by Taika Waititi. So everybody's happy about that. At least should be because Thor Ragnarok was fantastic. Easily the strongest of the three films. Now, this is cool because obviously Thor is the first character now to get a fourth movie in a series. But let's put a little asterisk there because we know already that they've already said flat out, no spoiler because it's been in all the press, that Jane Foster, played by Natalie Portman, is going to be taking on the mantle of Thor. What that means for Chris Hemsworth, not sure. Like I said, we already know Taika has written it. It's been written. He's directing it. And... Confirmed today, Korg is going to be in it. So if, if you're a big fan of Korg, you'll be happy about that. Now, the thing they, the For thing sure. they haven't confirmed, apparently they're still discussing whether or not it's going to be Fat Thor or Ripped Thor. 
He might still be fat. Who knows? Well, we, we we don't know how long he'll be in it too. That could be a cameo. Could be, I, I, you know, he's right now. He's, right now, he's with the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Right. But I, I mean, obviously, I don't know what's going on. I'm not at Marvel, but I would have to guess that at the very least, it's a passing of the torch. Now, Hemsworth has already gone on record saying that he was starting to get bored with Thor, and that with Ragnarok it reinvigorated him because they changed him so much. You know, he really had a lot to sink right. his teeth into. Now, could that mean now that, that he's only the real, he's the biggest like remaining Avenger and now that Iron Man's dead and Steve Rogers is gone and went back in time and he's an old man now. Spoiler alert in case, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it could be that Marvel's were going to be willing to pony up the money for him because even if he's not Thor, they've already established in the comic that just because... Thor is no longer under the mantle of Thor. He becomes the unworthy, right? So right, he still right. runs around. I think he has a battle hammer instead. So just because Jane Foster becomes Thor isn't necessarily going to mean that Hemsworth is out. You know, and if they're going to... No, if they he won't be. changing his character where it keeps Hemsworth interested as an actor and the fact that Hemsworth has no other major franchises to jump onto... He'll be around. That's what I think. So excited to hear that Korg's going to be there. What do you think? Oh, I, who wouldn't be? I mean, he's such a breath of fresh air in the stories and, and things like that. And I have, yeah, that should be great. It, it should really be great. So I'm looking forward to that. So tough to argue that. I did see some news since we're on the Marvel track that um, Ant-Man Wasp 3 is going to be filming and should be out in 2021 now. They've kind of semi-confirmed oh, have that. They? I which I know was Feige not, was yeah. kind of coy about that. I missed the confirmation. That's awesome. I'm, I'm into it. I, I, I love it. Oh yeah, they're, they're, I, I like those stories. That's a great, you know, take on uh, Paul Rudd. Who doesn't? Who can like Paul Rudd? The guy doesn't age. He's like, you know, I, I want to be Paul Rudd Same when here, I grow up. Same can here. I do that? But you know what? Here's kind of the thing too. The Ant Man films have both been kind of like this. This Andy's chocolate and mint. This nice... No, I'm, <laughs> but seriously, it's been like this palate yeah. cleanser because the first one came out after um, Ultron, which, man, is not good. But I actually liked right. Ant-Man way more than Age of Ultron because it was... Oh, for sure. Me too. So, yep. and then what? The next one came out in between... Um, it came out in between... Um, Infinity War. Infinity War is an endgame. Yeah. So again, yeah. things were really tense in Infinity War, and then you have this little palate cleanser that just kind of made things fun again, and then obviously ties directly into Endgame fantastically, and then sets right. up the whole right. way to, you know, the whole movie, really. So it's going to be interesting where they're going to put this, because the last two have been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed them immensely, but they've been nice palate cleansers, so I wonder where they're going to do with this one now. Yeah, we'll see. We shall see. And I think that's uh, that's all the news we got. Let's jump we've, into uh, we've, what else we got. We got uh, tickets. Well, we're going to figure a way to give out tickets. We'll have better information. We know we would have information this week on it. We just had to confirm some things with some people before we're we did it. things official. And Michael's taking, yeah, Michael's taking that to the next level. Um, 
So we are going to get tickets, right, Michael? Two We're tickets? Get two three-day passes. That's going to happen. And, again... We're going to come up with the rules as to what you need to do. But at the very least, as we mentioned last week, you got to be following us either on Twitter or on Instagram or on Facebook. You got to follow us somewhere. And I don't know. That's all we got so far. You know, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe we put more hats or names in the hat if we get a. No, I don't want to buy. Never mind. I was going to. I don't want to no. buy reviews. Let's never mind that. Forget I was even going no, down no, no. that road. I'm we'll not going to just... buy reviews. We'll show. We'll we'll figure out how you guys might win them the two tickets uh, next week. We'll we will have it figured out. But then we would just want to make sure how we could get the tickets. And Michael found a way so that they weren't you know held to one person's name. That you know. So we'll uh, figure that out on how we give them away. We'll have that answer for you next week because that means again that that Comic Con Grand Rapids Comic Con is November eighth through tenth. We will be there. We will record some things. We're hoping. I'm not saying we will get anybody. We sure as heck, and I'm not, I won't even mention names of the people that are at Comic-Con that we would love to talk to. We're going to make a concerted effort to contact some of the people to see if they would at least talk to us for 10 minutes. There's a person I would love to talk to for 10 minutes of his time would be and fantastic. And surprising, there's someone I want to talk to but, that's completely different. Yeah. No kidding. It'd be great if we can do it. If we can't, we'll at least try to talk to people who are there having a good time and maybe dressed up and maybe we can even talk to the winner of the, the cosplay. That'd be kind of cool too. So GR comic con, November 8th through 10th. I think we're 425. I'm not positive. You're 435. Close close. Close enough. Uh, Which reminds me of, I got to get the graphics done um, for that. While Joe's talking about that, obviously we are online. Look for us Twitter. We're at KyberCast. Look for us there. Every new episode is posted up there. Uh, feel free to tweet, retweet, or give us a comment on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram, also at KyberCast. Again, like our photos. Whenever we post a new episode, we notify there. But really, um, we're not updating the links in our bios with every single new episode. So really, the places you want to find the direct links to our new episodes are a Twitter, B, Facebook. So once again, if you want to find us on Facebook, look for KyberCast. We're out there. Or C, go directly to our website because that's where it get posted first. From there, it spreads around the yeah, world. Yeah, yep, and all the links all are the there. Links. So Instagram, we love it that you're there. Follow, comment, but, you know, it's harder to link to Instagram. So like I said, Twitter, Facebook, our website. Listen to us on your favorite podcast. Download it. Listen to us. You know, drive in the car. I don't care. Listen to us at work. Whatever works for you. Just give us a listen and comment. Please. Joe and I have opinions, and obviously we do not agree all the time. Every once in a while, people agree with Joe, but we all know that I'm the right one. <laughs> See, when I'm the last person talking, I can to, get the digs. <laughs> it's good to have, it's good to have it dreams, it Michael. Is. It's good I to have, have dreams. dreams. The point is, we have our opinions. I'm sure you have yours. Hit us with what you got. Leave a comment, tweet, whatever it takes. Come on the website. We'd love to hear from you. And hopefully we'll see you at the uh, Comic-Con. Absolutely. And one more thing. Again, if you, you know, we don't do this for money. We do it for fun. But we'd love for you guys to share it with your friends. And, you know, share it out to your friends so more people listen. Next week, 
promises, hopefully, to be a big week. We should be breaking down the Rise of Skywalker f- official trailer. Should be on Monday Night Football next week, which happens to be Carrie Fisher's birthday. Just saying. Oh. It's the same day. Not sure they'll do anything. We'll find out. Um, there's a possibility, Michael, and I haven't even talked to you about it yet, that we might have a guest on next week. Don't know for sure. He said he would do it, but is we'll it, make sure. I won't give out a name in case he doesn't is happen. Is it our typical guest? No, oh. not that guest. New Different blood. One. A different one, new blood. My, my interest. Uh, so, looking looking forward to next week. And until then, we hope to see you next week. Thank you for listening. Please share it out and take care, everybody. What a piece of junk. Shh.